I'm Brian Shreve, and this is On the Grid with MPS, a podcast where we'll explore all things related to the utility industry. Through conversation, we hope to provide unique perspective into the way our business operates from day to day. All right, well, welcome to episode four of On the Grid with uh, MPS. Today we have a special guest, uh, Scott Jamison. Scott Jamison is our uh, vice president, uh, GM of our York facility. Scott, glad to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Great. Um, if you don't mind, just start out a little bit your background, maybe, and how long you've been with McLean. Okay. I came to uh, McLean Power Systems about two and a half years ago in the fall of 2019. Uh, prior to that, I had been with uh, Cooper Tire in a number of uh, positions from manufacturing, sales, and product management for uh, about 15 years. And before that, I was working in the automotive world with Dana Corporation, making gaskets and drive shafts and uh, suspensions. So with Cooper, you're familiar with rubber then? I am. I am familiar with rubber. That's right. You carried it over. Not my first uh, trip with uh, extruding rubber. Yeah. Great. So York, obviously, is uh, primarily our uh, insulator solutions facility. Uh, We do make a few other products there. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell me a little bit about the stuff that we make in York. Okay. Well, first of all, we have about 300 people on our team in York. And it is a, uh, it's an amazing team as I've got to know them uh, certainly better over the last couple of years. Uh, the achievements that, uh, that have been made possible by this team, the determination have really been something uh, as we've, uh, as we've run pretty fast on an improvement path, uh, whether it be capital improvement, uh, process improvement, our CI efforts. Um, but it's, it's a team effort and uh, I've, I'm amazed every day, really proud of them. But we make... Uh, primarily insulators, uh, transmission insulators, distribution, uh, substation, as well as arresters and cutouts. Okay, so protection equipment. That's right. Yeah, so uh, one thing, you mentioned the, the people at the plant, and uh, I, I, re- I remember, I think it was either Barry or Duncan came through and said you could tell a lot by a factory, but whether the people's heads were up or down. And, uh, and, and being at York over the years, I've definitely noticed that it is a heads-up factory. There's a lot of smiles um, when you walk through the factory. Uh, people have their head up, a sparkle in their eye. Um, I think that we've improved uh, the quality of work life, mm-hmm. and we uh, and we continue to do that uh, every day. In fact, this month we're having a cornhole uh, tournament, so that's, great. that's, that's great. a lot of fun. Something to do on breaks and, and after shift. So uh, we mentioned you know protection devices. Well, about what percentage of your capacity uh, for the total factory do insulators take up at this point? Well, transmission insulators is certainly a, a big dollar item. Um, it would be 50-60% of, of our revenue is passing through in, in transmission. Then the big, uh, um, the next big piece would be the smaller distribution mm-hmm. insulators. Um, and then you're making up uh, another 10 to 15% in, in arresters and 10-15% uh, and in cutouts. Yeah, and I would say I am probably a little bit biased, but um, you know, I get comments in the field still too that uh, McLean is definitely one of the leaders in the industry when it comes to transmission insulators. Mm-hmm. Um, t- to what do you owe some of that that credit? Well, we have two manufacturing um, techniques for making a transmission insulator. One is uh, what we call modular. Uh, so that is extruding rubber onto a fiberglass uh, rod. And then we do a, um, a, uh, a shed uh, 
application, which is pushing the rod through a uh, through a sh this, the sheds, that gives us the ability of making some very long insulators, maybe longer than most are capable of in a molding mm -hmm. application. I think that that is uh, truly a advantage to us, the flexibility that we have with those designs. The shed distances or spacing uh, can be uh, customized for the application. Um, and then on the on the other side of the plant, we do a molding operation, which is uh, there's certainly better productivity in, in molding. Therefore, the uh, the cost basis is uh, more more competitive. Um, so the two complement each other to really bring to the market uh, what, whatever the need might might be for that particular application or customer. Sure, and I think modular. A lot of people look at that as a more engineered solution. We've got some good engineering resources mm -hmm. uh, at the factory too. Yes, we do. Um, one of the latest uh, products that we've started rolling out is a universal line post. Mm -hmm. What's the advantage there? What's the advantage of a universal line post over just a standard uh, FNAC or? Yeah. Well, the universal line post, uh, the, the universal part of it is describing the end fitting. Mm -hmm. And the, the end fitting is uh, designed in such a way that it can be put into a uh, vertical or horizontal or a angled uh, position uh, to, uh, uh, to hold the conductor. That, uh, and, and it being uh, aluminum, it's lighter, therefore the, uh, the installation is a little easier on, on the, uh, the lineman. Um, but it is a universal solution so that utility company can just go to a one part number for many, many applications. That's great. Yeah. Like sort of a one-stop shop, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, you mentioned uh, the size of the facility earlier, and I know that uh, mm -hmm. recently uh, you transitioned over to the JDE uh, uh, system, um, but you're also uh, one of the leaders uh, in the company when it comes to ISO certifications. You want to uh, speak to those a little bit and what maybe what each of them means because I think it's yeah a little confusing um, at times. Well, I'll start off with ISO uh, nine thousand and one. Most are, are familiar with that. That is the um, that is sets up the criteria for your quality management system. Um, when you follow the requirements of nine thousand and one, um, you are you're doing all the right things to ensure that your processes, procedures, control plans. Um, are all ensuring quality product to, to specification. And then when you get into ISO uh, 14001, you are adding on uh, the environmental criteria onto 9001. So it's just really an, mm -hmm. a, another chapter. And then 45001 adds on um, health and safety uh, for the employee. It even adds on uh, involvement of the employees, such as uh, health and safety committees or safety committees. Um, and we've, uh, we've established a lot of those as we pursued 45,001 um, this, um, uh, this past year. So it has been quite a, uh, uh, a journey. In, in 2001, we had our 9001 recertification. Uh, and then we made that, uh, that step to go to 14,001 about four months later. And then six months later, after that, we achieved forty-five thousand and one. So, we are um, one of very few to have that forty-five thousand and one certification, and we're we're awfully proud of it. The team did an outstanding job. I assume that it, that helps a lot with team engagement. 
It, 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 it sure does because it, it asks you these right questions. Are are you engaging your employees in, in idea programs or a health and safety committee? And I think that those challenges um, make us think and step back a little bit of, of what we could always do, do better. The engagement at work, yesterday I was involved in an employee wellness committee. First employee wellness committee uh, meeting that we had had in our our health coach, um, uh, Ashley, uh, chaired it. And we had these simple objectives that we were putting in front of a very cross-functional uh, uh, committee, uh, mostly with uh, pr- uh, production employees who don't always get that opportunity. And it was a great to see their engagement and excitement. And, and I know that they're going to achieve, achieve a lot, given the opportunity. That's great, yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, our floor team members at York are, are fantastic. Um, you know, and as a GM, you get to inter- interact with them regularly. Are there any particular uh, interactions? You mentioned kind of one right there, but are there any other particular interactions that stand out as being kind of unique? Well, every day when I walk the floor, I uh, I tend to maybe take the, uh, the same path each time. And just seeing the smiles and the eyes up and the waves. We recently implemented a, a McLean Power workwear. Uh, so all of our team members are wearing the McLean Power logo with their name, uh, with, with their name proudly displayed, and uh, our new employees uh, are wear a wear a blue vest until their workwear comes in. Um, it's always exciting to walk up to a new employee. You know they're a new employee because they have that that vest on, and when you ask them how they're doing and if they enjoy working here, many times the first thing that they tell me is that someone else made them feel so welcome or that they really like their team leader. And um, I, I think we have to um, give a lot of credit to our supervisors and team leaders Absolutely. in this time that we're, we're hiring so many new, new people every week. And that's going to make the difference, whether your team leader engages with you and is inclusive and makes you feel welcome, trains you in the right way, ensures that you're safe. That, that's the difference. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference that if I'm on the floor, uh, it matters that their team leader is engaged with them and, and makes them feel safe and engaged every day. So that's one of the things that stand out um, because we're hiring uh, about a dozen new people every week. Um, the, 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 our retention uh, is a, uh, an objective we have to improve. Um, it's getting better. It's getting better because of a lot of these uh, engagement programs. It's getting better because our, our team leaders are, are doing a better job, our supervisors are doing a better job with the onboarding. Um, and then I guess the second thing that comes to mind uh, is just the, the willingness of engagement, of telling me an, an idea, bringing me over uh, to say, hey, I, I, I did this today. Yeah, y- yesterday we have a new extruding line in place and and I had the operator that was being trained on, on the line. We, we just launched it this week. And he just told me how excited he was to do it. He implemented some, some just do it ideas immediately into his new work line. And he was proud. He just wanted, just wanted to show me. And That's I know awesome. when I go back today, he'll have, a, have another idea. That's awesome. Yeah, especially in this, you know, this labor market. I think you know, the intangibles of uh, uh, retention really stand out. And it doesn't take that much time you know, to just go over and talk to somebody new and just see how they're doing. and uh, That's awesome to hear that that's going on. So uh, one thing that uh, McLean is, is well known for in the market is storm response. Um, can you just kind of briefly talk about, you know, how York transitions from uh, regular uh, production to storm response uh, when, when uh, disaster strikes? Well, I give a lot of credit to our, 
our uh, production planning crew because they they make this look easy uh, and there's a, so much going on in the background because we literally stop what we're doing and we put the storm orders uh, ahead of the line and um, and that that group of uh, talented individuals uh, get us immediately ready to just make what we're asked to make. When that happens, um, it is a all hands on deck mentality. There's a certain level of excitement because uh, we know that we're we're helping someone get the lights back on, and we make sure that we're we're talking about um, the storm. We're talking about the outage situation. We're putting it up on our our reach screens, which is the communication screens throughout the, uh, the facility. Uh, we're uh, we're using a whiteboard out on the floor to to kind of track the order and say how much more we have. And some of these storm seasons, it, it is is one after another after another. Especially the last couple of years. And, and we had a whiteboard out there um, last storm season that we were, it was filling up. And it actually turned into our, our president, Steve Scheinhorst, um, uh, drove the initiative of getting everyone uh, uh, T-shirts with all the names oh, yeah. of the storms on it. And um, and people today wear them proudly. Yeah. Uh, and um, so there's a certain excitement. Um we respond uh, within uh, 48 hours uh, to a storm order. Uh, that means that we're going to work seven days a week, 24 hours, and that can be that can be a lot because uh, after the first seven days comes another seven days, and now it starts to become 14 days in a row. And um, when we get through it, certainly everyone celebrates and, and, and we try to take some weekends off. Yeah. Uh, but it, it really is a special thing uh, to be able to do to the uh, power industry yeah i'm always i'm always amazed by uh the selflessness with with which uh people respond to storm especially on the floor um just you know that that's where it happens and and their ability to to really buckle down and focus and their commitment to it is just amazing so what about york going forward what 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 should we expect coming out of york in the uh future here well, every day we're continuing to increase our, our daily build uh, quantities. Um, so that means that we're driving efficiency, um, uh, continuous improvement. There's capital invest, uh, investment. Uh, there's expansion with you know, new, new molding presses or new extru- extruding lines. And that's, that's leading to us needing more people. So uh, we're around 300 people right now. Uh, we can soon be upwards of uh, 325, maybe 350. We still have a lot of open capacity to realize with additional people onto our second and third shifts. And there's the growth curve at York is it's steep and it's promising. There's still a lot more that we can do with the equipment um, that we have. We just have to convert that. The orders are, we have such a strong order book. Because of, of, of the way that we treat our, our customers, they, they rewarded us with an order book that is so deep right now um, that we're, we're blessed by that. And, um, and we just can't go fast enough in order to uh, convert that into sales. Yeah. And there's a lot of projects coming up uh, over the next four to five years, too, that we keep hearing about all the time. Well, that's really all the questions I have. I appreciate your time today. Anything else you want to add? or No, thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to to talk about the great people in in, uh, MPS York. Great. Thanks so much, Scott. We appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. For more information, please visit our website at www.mclanepower.com. 
Please also use the contact form to provide feedback and any suggestions for topics that you would like to know more about. Thanks again for listening.